Nowadays, in speech, the neural networks give you the state of the art. Welcome back to the Voice Tech Podcast. This is the show that brings you the latest research and developments in the field of voice technology through a series of entertaining, inspirational, and informative conversations with voice technology experts. You'll hear about the latest products and concepts in voice, get new ideas for your own voice projects, and learn about the tools and techniques that will turn those ideas into reality. Today, you'll hear the second part of my conversation with Doach Bassaran a postdoctoral researcher at CNRS, the French National Scientific Research Centre. As this conversation was a bit more technical than the previous episodes, I split it into two parts to make it easier to digest. If you missed the first part, you might want to go back and listen to the previous episode on signal processing basics for audio. Today, in part two, we explore Doach's research into audio fingerprinting, alignment and melody extraction. We also discuss query by humming and why learning how to build neural networks has become an essential skill in the field. While you're listening to the podcast, I recommend that you sign up for the Voice Tech Rollup, the monthly newsletter for this podcast. It contains the top five voice news tweets of the month, links to the latest episodes, as well as other unmissable goodies such as exclusive newsletter offers. It's quick, easy and free to sign up. Just go to voicetechpodcast.com slash newsletter. So with that, I bring you Doach Basaran. So that brings us on to uh, your specialist area now, uh, your area of specialization, um, fingerprinting and alignment. These are two concepts that we're going to cover in detail. Um, so fingerprinting, first of all, uh, what's that and uh, why is it important? Okay, so, um, you know, a fingerprint of a human being me is unique to that human being, right? That so fingerprint, a oh, fingerprint on, on yeah, my finger. Yeah, yeah. On, your, on your thumb, for example. Yeah. Uh, it is unique to you. It's, mine is unique to me. So that if you take my fingerprint, then you can know that that is me. Mm. So that is used in forensics uh, for a long time. Sure. So mm. the idea is actually the same. So for each specific audio people were trying to create some fingerprints that are called audio fingerprints so that it uniquely belongs to that specific audio. I mean, it is independent of its content. It is just that audio. I mean, you can have uh, the concert, re concert recordings of, a, of an artist of, this, of a certain song, for example. Yes. But... That it's that is not the issue. I mean, the the as I said, the content is not important. It is the audio itself. So you could have ten separate recordings of the same concert, and each of those recordings would have a different audio fingerprint. Exactly. Got it. All right. Um, and then, so so, what do we use fingerprinting for? You want to use fingerprinting for to be able to understand the metadata of a certain song. I mean, you know. Uh, everyone knows Shazam these days. Shazam, yeah, yeah. Shazam is the most popular one, I guess. There are lots of other examples as well. Mm, but Soundhound. So yeah, Soundhound. There, there is also very well-known uh, fingerprint by Philips. I was using that in my PhD actually. Okay. And um, 
there are there are lots of ways to create those fingerprints. But the idea uh, here is that let's think you have a million songs, mm. okay, and someone makes you listen to a piece of a song, which is probably noisy, because usually you hear it while driving a car. There's car noise, people talking there, right? And you want to make the your mobile phone to listen to that sound and try to understand that, right? Okay. So it's yeah. a noisy version of that particular audio. Yeah. The thing is, even if it is noisy, when you extract the fingerprints from that that audio, there are lots of matches with the original audio. That's the idea. So it's unique to that audio. So the the, the original recorded audio will have one fingerprint. And the and the sample that you take with your mobile phone in the car of the music playing on the radio of that track playing on the radio will have a different fingerprint, but those two fingerprints will have enough in common that you can match them together. Okay, actually, it's not one fingerprint. From one audio, you can extract lots of fingerprints because it's it depends on your definition of a fingerprint. Okay. So what Shazam does? Let me explain it. It, mm. it might uh, enlighten that concept yeah go ahead yeah it's a, i mean it's a very easy thing you you get the spectrogram the spectrogram is the magnitude of stft it's a very easy thing to compute so you get the spectrogram at the spectrogram certain frequencies are more peaky i mean in in your music while you're playing something while you're while you're singing something some frequencies are dominant and some frequencies are not. So these are the areas on the STFT uh, graph that we just described, also called yeah, a spectrogram. If, if you think is as a heat map, yeah, and the the more heat means more red, for example, more red parts will be preserved, right? I mean, even even if it is under very noisy conditions, that peaks should be reserved, preserved. Yeah. yeah so yeah. The, that is the idea. So if you define something through these peaks, then and in, in the noisy version, the relation won't change much. So in one frame, you have a peak frequency, let's say. Okay, then in, in the next frames, you have other peaks. And you take the time difference between those peaks mm -hmm. and the frequency difference. Yeah. Frequency being difference. Right, so right. you code it into a 32-bit hash. What is What does that mean? Um, you quantize those values. For example... One frequency is, let's make this easy. One frequency is 200 and the other is uh, 190. Okay, so there is the time, the frequency difference is 10 hertz. Yes. And the time difference is, let's say, uh, 0 0.01 second. Mm -hmm. So you uh, discriminate those values into binary values. Like you use 10 bits to... Uh, to represent 10 hertz and you use 10 bits to represent time and you use two more bits for example to represent synchronization or something else then you have 22 bits for one fingerprint and you do that through your representation in your all spectrogram so you calculate a, a fingerprint like that using two two frequency values over all time steps. So they what they do, they first find the peaks in the spectrogram. So uh, you, you can do this, I mean, with various ways, but in the end, you will have a like constellation type of a representation. Okay. 
So the idea is if you extract the constellation-like representation from the noisy version, probably they will match a lot. The constellations will match a lot. This is the idea. So the rest is an efficient search mechanism. They turn them into bits. They put them in a dictionary. Like, uh, if I remember correctly, it is 32 bits for each fingerprint. So you have a, think about a dictionary, like every entry is 32 bits and you have a huge dictionary. So every 32-bit entry represents the entire track? No, every 32-bit represents a one song's one fingerprint. One song's one fingerprint. Yeah, and there, there could be lots of fingerprints from one song. Okay. Okay, so uh, when you extract the fingerprints from the noisy version, then you extract that 32 bits, right? And see in the dictionary with which entries does that fit. Exactly, exactly matching. Okay. So you extracted lots of fingerprints from the noisy version as well, and you see which, which fingerprints are matching. And probably, hopefully, with the original fingerprints, they have lots of matching. Okay. Exact matching. Okay, okay. Exact 32 bits are exactly the same. So you have multiple fingerprints per file for the original and for the recorded in the car, and you try and match as many of them as possible, and then you produce uh, some kind of probability that says it's probably this file. Yeah, of course, when, when you put them in 32 bits, there could be some wrong estimations as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, some of the fingerprints might match to other songs as well. Mm. But uh, the, the peak one, I mean, the most matching song mm. will be your candidate. Okay. In a million song. And it is pretty fast. Interesting. Yeah, because it sounds like you're processing a lot of data. You've got multiple fingerprints per file, and you've probably got millions of files in your musical database. So it's a huge cross-reference, right? It has to go and check. Mm -hmm. Multiple millions. But a dictionary allows you to do that very fast. Yeah, because, I mean, you already have the dictionary. Just what you do is to search through that dictionary. I mean, it's an exact, since you're searching for an exact match. Yes. Yeah, it's either there or it isn't, so it can produce a you know, definitive answer. Actually, what I said was not true. This is the exact thing. You have the 32 bits, and 32 bits means a value, right? So that is your entry. That is your index. And at that index, you, you see the song title. Oh, I see. So the hash is the index of the... Right. So it only has to look at that index. Exactly. So that's, that's fast. That's very, very fast. Yeah, of course. That's what they're designed to do. And I want to add one thing about alignment Go ahead. as well. Mm. I did my PhD on audio alignment, multiple audio alignment. Most of the state-of-the-art methods are using fingerprinting methods. Mm -hmm. the, the thing is, the idea of multiple audio alignment is this. Assume that you're in a concert and uh, you record i mean one of one of the people one of the people from audience start recording from the beginning of the song till the end and there is another person in another place in the concert and he started recording from the chorus part and till the end of the next song there are lots of people recording those yeah people in the audience recording yeah, they on don't their know each other or, they don't know yeah. when to when they started recording you don't know the offsets yes. you don't know the starting points yeah yeah so yeah. Audio alignment problem is tr uh, trying to uh, align these audios according to each other on a timeline. Okay, so you just want to match them up. Yeah, for example, if let's say 10 people recorded the same song, starting from different points, and you align them. Mm. Now, probably they recorded them with like uh, mobile phones, right? With the video, mm -hmm. they're having the audio. 
and you 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 align them according to their audios then now you have the multiple perspective both audio and video perspectives of the same song then oh, you can directly okay. make a clip audio video clip of it yeah you can piece it together and have a, a video and audio recording of the entire event from multiple yeah, perspectives yeah so fingerprinting is also used here for because it is the source is the same right you they're yes. both recording the same audio yeah 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 so um in the end if you extract the fingerprint from that from these noisy re representations most of the fingerprints will match yeah it has the same ground truth it's all coming from this the stage everyone's recording the same and thing even or even if you don't know if they are coming from the same song i mean because the same person might record many times right mm. you don't know i mean if, if it is this song or that song you don't know that so you use fingerprinting the same technology you create fingerprints from everything then search for each song one by one and try to find the matching ones and then align them then use the fingerprinting for alignment like that wonderful okay so it's important to point out that because you know when we were talking about this before i was thinking of speech of course this is a voice tech podcast and i was like wow that's great we can just uh we can make an audio fingerprint of our own voices and then we can use it to identify people but it's not as simple no, as that right it doesn't work no. yeah it is i mean if people were recording you at the same time like one uh one example i can give uh, while i was working on the topic i saw a work that has that they they grabbed uh, many videos from youtube mm -hmm. that is a recording of obama's speech Obama, President, yeah. President Obama's sure, speech sure. at a certain certain place. So every recording was grabbed for from the same speech. So they reproduced the speech by aligning all those recordings. Okay. So, uh, I mean that's that can also be used. But as I said, the source is the same. The source has to be the same. Yeah. So you can't use it for to identify people based on their their voice because the utterances that they speak are different every time. Exactly. Right. Okay. That, that's a different concept. I mean, there, there are other technologies to do that. Okay, great, great. Let's move on then um, to melody extraction. Uh, okay. So this is, is this what you're working on at the moment? Yeah, actually, I'm currently doing a postdoc on it. You're right doing now. a postdoc? Yeah. yeah. Okay. My main topic is dominant melody extraction on just performances. That's my main topic. Uh, so what's that? Could you describe? Uh... Yeah, it's it's the easy concept, actually. When you listen to a song, you listen to the main melody, right? Main vocal melody or main the guitar solo. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so the, so the tune that you're humming you, you along to. You directly hear it. Yeah. That is what I'm trying to do with the computer. I want the computer to extract, to find the notes of the main melody, even if it's a vocal melody or is if it is an instrument melody. I'm afraid that's the end of this episode's free preview. That's right, full episodes of the Voice Tech podcast are only available for a limited period of time after their release. The full one-hour episode is available to Voice Tech Pro subscribers, along with all the other episodes we've produced. Go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro, where for just a few dollars a month, you can become a Voice Tech Pro and receive a range of exclusive benefits. Voice Tech Pros get more content each month. You unlock access to the entire catalogue of full-length episodes, including this episode. You can enjoy extra content, such as exclusive interviews just for Voice Tech Pro subscribers, plus bonus questions in the main interviews, 
and you also get to hear episodes sooner than everyone else, weeks ahead of their public release in fact. Voice Tech Pros also get a special role in our online community, high quality episodes with no ads and studio quality sound, and a chance to support the show and ensure we keep on producing more great episodes like this one. So please go to voicetechpodcast.com slash pro and become a Voice Tech Pro today.